you gonna do, brother? We about to run wild with a style like no other So somebody call Brodus Clay mother And tell her Richard runs on the men like Ed Lover And Doc Dre, what Scott say, what they Hang on every word like it's something that the rock say No JR, but they talking wrestling We bring the noise with the boys, something we thought in castling So masculine, who's in machismo Mutton chop shop, Gran Turismo No free throws, it's not hoops and heels It's the Ross retirement, give me the super feels Straight shoot, it's real, drop a pipe bomb, get rid of the bull like the rock's right arm So stay calm, tranquilo I'll go Naito and give him destino And we know that you chumps ain't ready for the heartbreak runs And the Cuban Genetti They drop a heavy tag team it like Teddy Long goes strong with the heat like Eddie So steady like when take her off the tight ropes Baz like Taz with the mic and a tight choke Dirtiest player in the game with the eye poke Listen to the Running Wild podcast. And if you don't, you know what you are. I'm the last real man, Silas Young. And if you're any kind of man, you'll be listening to the Running Wild podcast. Hey guys, this is Mandy Leon, and you're listening to the Running Wild podcast. This is Sam Adonis, El Udo de las Chicas, the CMLL, and you are listening to the Running Wild podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Running Wild podcast. I'm your host, Rich. Alongside you, as always, my co-host, Runs. Yes, sir. All right, we're back to uh, cover um, Ring of Honor on a really big week. So basically, we're going to be covering the Global Wars shows uh, for this early show in the week. And we'll get back at you uh, later this week with some more wrestling coverage. All right, so let's just uh, hop right into it. Uh, overall, what did you think of the tour? Uh, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, I feel like they've heard some of my, um, you know, I'm sure not the only one, but some of my uh, complaints about like the quality of like the global wars, um, you know, kind of matches. Um, they were uh, really a lot better um, this time around. I really enjoyed a lot of the matchups between you know some of the young uh, up and coming ROH guys with uh, some of the New Japan talent and uh, you know some of the, just the top guys um, having good matches and that sort of thing. So I, I enjoyed the. Uh, shows overall yeah i i'm in agreement here i i really thought that uh, especially as the week went on they got a little stronger mm-hmm. uh for me the first night was a little bit uh hit, hit or miss pardon me so i mean uh, let's just kind of jump into it uh the first night was the first time they had ever gone to uh maine they're actually in lewiston maine uh, and they had some problems over there uh, there were two times where the power went out Completely not the you know ROH's fault. Apparently, they were like rolling blackouts in in the town 
when this was happening. So, like, uh, everybody there was experiencing it. It wasn't just, like, the arena or some shoddy shoddy uh, equipment or something like that. And, and overall, it was all right. I mean, I thought... Uh, I, I like the bouncers. I don't know. So, I, I like... I like this new thing they're doing after matches where they're like splitting beers with people and they did that with SoCal. They started they did it with the Briscoes at one point, so I don't know, uh they're a big team. I think they'll always like look like a threat, so they they just need to pick up some victories. Uh, they kinda lost a lot on this tour. Uh Cobb versus Cheeseburger was you know, I mean Cheeseburger ended up having a couple matches on the weekend that I thought were very much his underdog style, but really weren't gonna do much. Uh, the I thought the main event here was fun. The Lethal Gresham Saban Kushida uh, versus Lij. I just uh, I'm really glad that they're pairing Gresham with Lethal and kind of keeping him up in that kind of main event ish picture. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I like seeing Gresham here. I like seeing him get the win. Um, we'll get into the rest of the weekend for him uh, as we go, but um, it kind of didn't fully makes sense I mean, unless it's leading to something else but um you know it was nice to see him get the win here i, I wasn't thrilled uh you know with saban in the main but um the rest of the weekend you know made sense as to why and him and kushida are a little bit of a team at the moment so um it, it made sense it was uh you know uh, like you said it was a nice nice match to see and i'm glad uh gresham got the win yeah i'm I will say about Saban, the Saban thing that you just said. I I don't know. I've since he's come back from Super Juniors, and he had like the sh- the briefs, and it feels like his attitude. He started. He has like all these ridiculous nicknames as he's coming to the ring. Um, I, I don't know. I've kind of kind of been enjoying it. Um, but that's just me. Uh, so then uh, the next show was in Lowell. They started off with basically like a Long Kingdom angle. Um. He beats Bushi. I mean, I know Bushi's a heel and everything, but why have why have him low below Taven at the end here? I just think yeah. it's weird to leave the <laughs> real world champion writhing on the mat. Yeah, it was. It didn't really make any sense. Like you said, you know, they're both heels, and in terms of ROH, um, Taven is one of, if not the biggest uh, heel at the moment. So. Yeah, it didn't really make a lot of sense. Uh, Castle and Juice were pretty fun, uh, although this is a little ridiculous. Uh, that one spot where they couldn't get Malonis off of off Dalton Castle, and then uh, Bouncer uh, Bruiser had to had to like Popeye up and drink his spinach uh, with just beer to help push him off. I, it it was just kind of a little crazy. I don't know. It doesn't seem like that's the bouncers, but uh, I guess that's what they did here. Um, so that was a little odd. Uh, I thought Sakai versus Rose was pretty good, although it was a proving ground, and Sakai ends up winning anyway. So I always get kind of... I'm always a little confused when a proving ground match kind of... <coughs> when they consistently don't win proving ground matches, because I feel like that's an easy way to get a number one contender and someone in the match. Yeah, but, you know, then it wouldn't make sense if they... Someone wanted every time. And True. Especially as on this tour, we had somebody win it and immediately challenge for it. So, uh, then then uh, Bully and Silas uh, versus Lij. I mean, man, <coughs> Bully's 
pardon. Bully's really getting uh, tons of heat here, man. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't know that it's good or just that people really don't want him there. Which, you know, I guess makes it okay. But when he comes out, I know. I'm just going uh, to pay attention to it. So they're, they're continuing that, and now it seems like there may be issues with Bully and Silas. Uh, you know, Cobb kind of rolled on. I, I like this whole story that they keep, you know, Daniel with Daniels, that he's really trying to earn that, earn a way to stay in the company. And, you know, it kind of made, because this match was non-title, it really made it possible that he could have won here. Unlikely, but, you know, with that story and it being non-title, I think, I think it was smart. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Page versus Naito was pretty good. I thought it was going to be—I don't know. I feel like something. There was just something missing here that didn't uh, didn't get to that next level for me. Right. It wasn't necessarily um, as intense as uh, it needed to be, but <clears throat> I think that's because you know neither Page or Naito is really that that fire guy yet. Um, you know, uh, it's just not their uh, style at the moment. So, um, you know, this was enjoyable. This was, um, you know, one of the uh, Global Wars-ish matches that uh, I definitely liked seeing and, um, you know, wanted to see uh, in such a setting. And the main event here, we had Jay Lethal and Gresham uh, beating uh, Sabin, the team of Saban Kachita and the Kingdom. Uh like I said, you know, like we were talking about, I, I like that they are they're keeping him together. You know, Gresham took the pinfall the, the night before, so then he ends up winning big here in the main event. I think it's a smart way to keep him uh, in the main event picture here while, you know, while not having him directly oppose Lethal just like 9,000 times. Right, and it keeps him close to Lethal, you know, shows that mutual respect and, and that sort of thing. It gives Lethal... Uh, an ally to have his back, um, you know, if and when it's needed. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's smart. Uh, then, so that I thought that night two was a lot stronger than night one overall. The wrestling, especially, um, just kind of the matchups were better. Uh, night three was in Buffalo, so this is actually the third night in a row. Um, I mean, particularly jumping out because I don't want to go over every single match here. Um, I thought that the Jeff Cobb versus Evil match was really good. I thought it was just a really good Hoss battle between those two. It's kind of what I expected. I didn't expect, I guess I didn't realize it, but just like how much bigger Cobb is than Evil. It's like because of his body shape or whatever. Like when Evil's like tossing him around, I mean, it looks like he's tossing up a much larger man pretty easily. Right, Cobb is, uh, you know, very large, uh, you know, just in, in terms of width and, and that sort of thing. Um, so he's, he's definitely imposing in there. And, yeah, this, you know, this was another one that definitely stood out. I even asked you, uh, you yeah, know, kind funny. of semi-complaining, <laughs> like, uh, why isn't this match uh, booked on one of these shows? And then you were like, yeah, that should be good tomorrow. Uh, so, <laughs> that was funny. Um, that was awesome. Know, uh that was that was good, and you know, again, uh, this is something that I wanted to see, something that I've asked for. So, um, I think this also speaks highly to uh, Cobb standing in New Japan, and you know that 
He is someone that um, at some point in the near future, uh, they, they have some decent plans for because um, even though Cobb is the team champion, I don't think you just uh, cleanly beat evil um, and just, you know, for, for no reason. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, they're, they're really pushing him really well and I'm super excited uh, to see what's going to happen here and in Japan. Yeah, I mean, I'm not positive, but um, I could see something along the lines of a, a rematch um, at Wrestle Kingdom uh, coming up, maybe for the TV title, or, uh, something along those lines. Well, that, that would make sense. Uh, the, the main event here uh, was a Proving Ground match that uh, didn't end. Not the main event, sorry, the semi-main. was a Proving Ground match that didn't end uh, the way most of these ended. It actually ended it... Uh, was between, by the way, so one of the names is Constellation Chris Saban. <laughs> like, it's just so ridiculous. Um, I, I kind of love it. They actually put a, a screen graphic up of that one. So, uh, him and Lethal actually wrestled to a time limit draw. So now he, uh, he ends up earning a title shot. So now we know for the future we have Flip Gordon, uh, Marty Skrull, and now Chris Saban are all challengers for uh, you know for the champion which would you know you would have to think is either lethal or cody after final battle yeah and i mean um he technically um did cash in um yeah um that's right yeah i believe the match started um and then kenny king interfered um, the so whatever whether he gets a match again or not doesn't really matter. But um, what, what I took away from this entire thing, uh, Kenny King came out and I'm not sure if he cut a promo or just beat up Lethal or whatever. But the crowd t- chanted for Cheeseburger, and I think this was you know earlier this night or the the night before that. Oh yeah, uh, he had an altercation with Cheeseburger, or whatever the case. But for the guy who's going to be in the main event of this entire tour. Uh, you don't want the crowd chanting cheeseburger at him. Um, not great. Yeah, I don't know if they were chanting for him to come out and beat him up. I mean, yeah, that's... maybe, but but like you, that, that's not a thing that happens. Uh, like no one's ever chanted like I don't know Ellsworth. That I don't know. I get what you're saying. I mean, I, I think it's because they had that match where he kind of like put him down earlier in the night, but yeah, it still wasn't. It still was a little weird. Yeah. You wanted like, they, didn't, they didn't care about Kenny King, I don't. Like, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, they they cared more about Cheeseburger than Kenny King attacking Lethal. All right, fair. <sighs> I mean, I, I guess uh, of note, in, uh, we did have the main event, the Briscoes versus the Best Friends versus Cody and Hangman. And, uh, you know, Best Friends end up winning this one. Really fun match. Um, I just felt like it went a little long. But, uh, you know, apparently throughout the course of this match, uh, Cody uh, was injured, hurt his knee. And uh, that ends up preventing him from being on the the last night of the tour, which uh, they took a break and then went to Toronto. Yeah, I mean, uh, he said he did it, like, fake throwing a t-shirt into the crowd. So I'm assuming that was... Uh, before this match even started. So, um, like you said, it was a decent length match. And, you know, I definitely enjoyed this. This was 
um, solid match. I like everyone in the match. Um, it was cool to see the best friends get the win. Uh, kind of set up Beretta for um, the the match with Cody, which unfortunately he didn't get. And um, but you know, um, it was good to see that, and maybe we'll get to see uh, more from the best friends in Ring of Honor as a team coming up. Yeah, I definitely want to see them as a team. I mean, they're they're both good singles guys, and I mean at this point. You know, it's kind of like anybody's game right now in Ring of Honor. I think like if you if you go out there and you're connecting with the crowd and putting on good matches, they might end up sliding you in, you know. Uh we don't know what's gonna happen. I mean, all of the being the elites keep talking about this, but you know, if the elites were to leave, that's a big vacuum, uh, there. So there there's gonna be spots to fill. So I I think it's it's smart to have guys around that could possibly do that. <clears throat> Same with some of the survival of the fittest uh, tournament guys. I think you know. I don't think they were back for the tapings. Uh, we'll see what happens after final battle. Maybe they'll be back for tapings then, and we'll see some of those guys filter in as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, some other takeaways. I really liked uh, Daniels versus Taven, but I mean, they're two of my favorites in the company. It's I, it's just crazy. That Daniels gonna have. Four matches in five days at forty-eight years old, you know, at forty-eight years of age, and pull off everything like perfectly every day. I, I mean, I don't know. There, there's a lot of older guys in wrestling. I don't want to like give it too much. Like he wrestles all the time. He's in great shape. Good for him. Um, I don't think it's like anything insane. Like Batista was forty-something when he got his break. Like I don't know. Um, but yeah, so. That was fine. Taven, uh, you know, had some good matches and chillings uh, along these shows. And, um, you know, we'll talk about uh, the last one and kind of final battle going forward. What did you, uh, did you like Gordon versus Gresham? I did, but, you know, um, the, somebody had to lose. Um, yeah. And, you know, that, that neither one of them really needed that. Um, sign of the honor, um, you know, sign of respect and all that. So, um, but I don't know—is that going to lead to him, you know, maybe a heel turn, maybe him just being a little more aggressive, or, uh, a little more killer instinct? Um, but yeah, you know, he he could always use um, another another layer to his character. So, um, you know, interested to see going forward um, where that leads. And you know, I don't love flip. Uh, it just feels forced. That, I don't know, like, people don't chant Flip unless he, like, starts chanting Flip first. Uh, I did, um, but... Yeah, you did. Um, and, Legit, and I just that, remember that's, that, that's for real. When, like, it was just you in the crowd and nobody else. <laughs> Literally, like, actually just you. Um, and now, like, it's still that way until he's, like, Flip, Flip. And then people are like, okay, Come on. yeah, Flip. I don't know. Come on. But, you know, so I don't, I don't love it. Um, you know, it, it, like people, people hate Roman Reigns, um, you know, how he was pushed. Um, it's kind of the same thing. Like it's, I don't want flip. I never asked for a flip, but here he is. All right. So you're not looking forward to the I quit match with Bully Ray at final battle. I am because it'll mean like hopefully the end of Bully Ray. Um, you know, I, I think that is a, a solid angle with flip. Uh, I don't mind that part of it. Like, let's try to get people to, to root for him, but, um, you know, I just don't love Flip. Fair. 
I thought Robinson and, and uh, Beretta were really uh, that was a really good match, kind of impromptu, yeah, filling in for uh, you know Cody and everything. Um, I enjoyed it. I sure didn't uh, have the title, but it's, it still felt like a big deal. Right, I really enjoyed um, the Kingdom against Lij here. Um, it was a really cool spot um, for Marcelia and TKO to be in. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, because, you know, they are two of the young up-and-coming guys in Ring of Honor. They're um, part of a big faction right now. They're, their leader may be the world champion um, in the next few months. It, You know, both of them have a bright future there. So um, it was really nice to, to see them get that shot um, and, and fill that void of, of the card having to be adjusted around a little bit. Yeah, no, I mean, I like when they when different teams get chances and, you know, I've kind of been behind them for a while. They're, they're champions, so, I mean, they should be presented as such. So I, I'm really glad they got that opportunity. I thought they – I think they always make the most of it when – whether there were times uh, on other tours where guys couldn't make it somewhere to a town or something like that, I feel like they've always kind of stepped up and stepped in uh, admirably. Agree. And, you know what? Uh, Young Bucks uh, versus Kushida and Saban was fun. I mean, kind of what you expect. Very, very kind of Bucks versus uh, mostly machine guns. Um, I like I like seeing Saban and Kushida together. I mean, you you know it's not going to happen often, but at least uh, when we have something like this, it's it's fun to watch. Yeah, and it makes sense because they were both partners with uh, Shelly, and now he's not there anymore. So, um, you know. And it works. They're both uh, junior heavyweights. And, you know, I really do like Kushida, but he's someone that I can uh, live without seeing uh, as the junior champion um, at the moment. So I wouldn't mind uh, him and Saban, you know, just doing some junior tag stuff or things like that. Yep. And then uh, the main event, we had Jay Lethal uh, defending against uh, the world uh, ROH World Championship against Kenny King. Um, this one was pretty good. You know, they kind of, King really was like, you know, going with a, a full heel here and kept trying to kind of cheat to win towards the end. Um, and then basically the ref, you know, knew that he was doing it and didn't let him get away with it and then lethal hit the lethal injection to win. Um, but overall, I, I thought that it didn't feel like King felt out of place. Um, and the, the crowd was actually kind of into this one. So uh, overall, I... I really came away surprised, pleasantly surprised by this match. Definitely agreed. Um, you know, I've always, always, always been a Kenny King fan. Um, I don't want to let uh, my complaints, you know, uh, cloud that. Uh, it's just I don't agree with um, his placement due to, you know, kind of how he's been booked. But um, he felt right at home here. He, he held his own in the ring, which, you know, we know he can do. He has a good character and he can talk. Um, I just felt like he needed a, a little more time. Um, like this was a little rushed. Um, so it felt like that. But excellent match. It, it got a bit of a crowd reaction. The crowd started to get into it. Um, hopefully this builds more to that character um, for Kenny King. And then he continues down this road. And then the next time we see this, um, you know, it's even better and maybe even more believable for him to get the win. Um, they had some near falls. They even had Kenny King win. Um, and then, you know, you could immediately see that the ref caught him and, you know, wasn't going to let it uh, go down. So um, right after he got a roll up, he kicked out of a bunch of Lee Jackson. So this was a nice 
uh, showing for Kenny King. This, you know, he he felt like he belonged in the main event, and hopefully he stays there. Um, it's just going to be interesting uh, how. Yeah, that's the only thing. I don't know how you do that right now. I mean, Lethal's going to kind of have to move into the Cody thing, and you know, right. I mean, we have time. So, well, we'll see what happens. Right? Um, we don't know. Yeah. Uh, the the extent of Cody's injury. Um, and if he's going to need to miss any time or any shows and things of that nature. So um, I think that main event is a little up in question um, at the moment. But um, Castle and Taven seems locked in um, kind of for that fake uh, Ring of Honor championship, Excuse I me? believe. Um, Could you not yeah, the, use the, a, the purple one? Don't use uh, the kind of language. I call so, it the real world championship. So Yeah. So uh, I... I think it's, you know, that's kind of part of it. Um, you know, that would be a nice win for Taven. That would be a nice win over a former champion. And, you know, they have a good rivalry. Uh, I like them together. So um, that would work out. And then, you know, uh, you have the Briscoes, the Bucks, and SCU ladder war. SCU. So it'll be interesting. Um, Flip is with Bully, like we said. So who can he matches up with? Maybe with aggression, but I don't know that that helps either one of them, really. So. Um, you know, there's there's kind of a well. A Gresham's, spot got, uh, there. Gresham's got Gresham's uh, got Zack Saber Junior. Oh right, there you go. So even better. Um, you know, there's they they're lacking um, maybe something like Adam Page for a number one contendership or um, they, they got some, Page locked up. Like uh, spoiler oh, alert. Right. Whatever, I don't care. It's it's been out for a while. Uh, looks like Page and Cobb are squared off. Mm-hmm. So I, I literally do not know what right, Kick would are, do. Those are uh, Ring of Honor's top baby faces. So, um, you know, unless Cody's out and we get a rematch or uh, King inserts himself in some way. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, you know, you just kind of give him something with Cheeseburger and I don't know. Like, uh, maybe you know. Maybe just give him something to to hold him over and kind of get some heat on him while he's waiting. But uh, yeah, I'm interesting to see. Yeah, I just hope that wasn't like the culmination and end of his. And I, I think we would be a little um, remissier if we didn't at least once um, mention Reptitus. Um, oh my god! Just coming out and really small underwear and um, posing and, and you know, so he, here's, here's my thing. Like he's been lost and he's crazy, right? Like this is all that stuff. But then like he gets on commentary and he's just super normal and insightful and get, making good points and uh, saying smart things. So like if that's part of it, like he's, but then it, I don't know, like if, if he's crazy enough to come out half naked dancing, then I don't think he should be able to like spit those things out so easily. There, there should at least be some type of, you know, residual craziness. Well, he's just—I don't even know if it's—he's just—he's looking for Will Ferrara, but I don't even think he's crazy. He's just—I don't—he's he's just coming out with a hockey helmet and a hockey stick and naked. Like I don't, but I—I I, I don't know. Uh, well, the the first three shows, he didn't have the hockey stick or anything. I think he just did that because he was in Toronto and he was being stupid. Yeah, but it's... I don't know. It just doesn't... <laughs> I mean, it's very odd. I don't understand it. Uh, 
But I mean, they're trying to get the guy TV time. I've always liked Titus, so it's like I have an issue with him being there. It's just weird, but I mean, I guess it's their way of finding uh, TV time for him. I don't know. And, and again, you know, always like Titus. Uh, you know, that goes back to, in part, liking Kenny King and the All-Night Express and, you know, uh, them with Aries and that sort of thing. But it's... If he's just out there and he's on commentary like R-Truth, like talking about, you know, oh, this is a great uh, ladder war, and like, what the hell are you talking about? Um, or if he was, you know, just kind of normal coming out there posing and... Uh, you know, they, they always talk about how he has a good body and stuff, but it always kind of comes back to like, man, what the hell is wrong with that guy? So I, I don't know. Um, you know, I just think they got to kind of, uh, if there's an end game, then great. But at the moment, it's just kind of feels like, yeah, go out there and do something. Um, you know, something may click and, and we go from there, but uh, just, just felt a little uh, strange and, and forced at times. Yeah, so <laughs> it was. Uh, I thought, you know, it was funny on commentary. There was one time where uh, Brandy joined, and uh, she just made Ian Riccoboni really uncomfortable, like, during that whole thing. And I kind of enjoyed that. Um, but I like Titus on commentary. I just, isn't it? Yeah, I agree. You know, it's funny. I mean, we're talking about this, but we're talking about what are they really doing with Titus? What are they going to do with King? And... Coleman's on commentary and it's just you kind of think for a second like man uh, breaking up that group really kind of put all three guys in a yeah but that group wasn't doing anything anyway and you know um, King was kind of poised for something and then he went to to TNA and kind of left them high and dry Um, so maybe there was some leftover uh animosity uh, from that and, and things of that nature but um i don't know you know um i i wasn't a fan of that group i i love um seeing these guys on their own but they just you know they're, they're getting somewhere with kenny king i don't know uh where they go with with uh Rhett. so you know time alone will tell but um what was good about these four shows was there was a lot of ring of honor guys there was a lot of young Ring of Honor guys in good spots. There was a lot of good showings in those spots. Um, nothing that I can really think of that stood out to me as like, man, that was awful, or man, I really hated that. Um, the usual, you know, just kind of bully Ray and, and those sorts of things that, that are just going to be there and, and they are what they are. So, um, you know, uh, enjoyable shows. Um really can't complain and you know i think they did a good job of setting up uh, some guys for for a time maybe without the elite and, and that kind of stuff um you know again uh, this this is a company that like you know they can kind of live without um cody and the bucks like they obviously those guys are are the big stars but like someone like page is is their main inventor yeah. You know, and, and like, he's the Ring of Honor guy. Um, so I, I, if someone like him were to leave, it would really suck because, you know, he's been there forever. Uh, someone that, that just really grew up and blew up there. Um, so it, it would be nice to, to see him get his time uh, at the top and really go from there. But, 
you know, uh, time alone is going to tell there, and we'll know for for some type of uh, certainty in, in the next couple months. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, the one thing we haven't mentioned: uh, Are you gonna you want you want to go to Philly to go see Rushman? You want to go to New Jersey on Thursday to the WrestleMania ticket party? What is that? What are you talking about? Already? Yeah, you can go buy WrestleMania tickets and see Matt Riddle and Cassius Ono and Zack Ryder and MetLife Thursday, 6 to 9 p.m. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, my wife is working, so I'll just have to come uh, and bring Charlie with me. Yeah, okay, sounds good. I think uh, we may have to do this. I'm not even, uh, that's not a joke. No, we'll buy WrestleMania tickets and get to see you a little bit of wrestling. So who, who is it? It's uh, Riddle. Matt Riddle and, and Hero, which I mean, is nice. just sick. I mean, that, um, we've we've literally met those guys at Evolve. Right, and they're, you know, we've seen them wrestle at Evolve uh, countless times, so now to kind of see them wrestle um, at a WrestleMania ticket event at MetLife Stadium is kind of crazy, um, just on a random Thursday for free. So I think that would be kind of cool. Oh, it's um, free? Uh, I think so, and then you buy the tickets, like, inside the party thing. Um, so, yeah. All right. Well, do we uh anything else we got to cover before we get out of here? Free yep. WrestleMania on sale party. Um, Big Show, Page, Paul Cruz, Mojo, Alicia Fox. Uh oh, <laughs> man, Sam Zayn. He is. Yep, Jimmy Hart. Um, those are autographs. Uh, special appearance by the Big Show plus live matches featuring Ono and Riddle. How many? I know Zack Ryder is also wrestling. Autographs are you getting from Alicia Fox? Uh, definitely one. I don't think uh, I need any more. That's unfortunate. I really think, I think we're gonna have to do is. this. Oh, yeah, and um, and and also we got we got there's a busy week. Actually, I almost forgot uh, about to say this before we got out of here. If you guys are in the local New York area, you should guys go out to the Elmcore Youth Center in uh, essentially Corona, Queens, New York. Uh, it will be an event. American Luchas is bringing up a number of big-name stars uh, from the Mae Young Classic. You're going to have uh, Karen Q is going to be competing. You're also going to see um, from CMLL, uh, Mysterioso, Polvora, and Caristico, who, uh, if you guys remember, is the first in Cara. So uh, I'm going to be taking on uh, ring announcing duties. So uh, make sure you guys swing by and check out the show. It's going to be super fun. And uh, you get to see me uh, be ridiculous in the, in the wrestling ring. Yeah, I mean, uh, that sounds pretty dope. <laughs> it's uh, I'm, I'm just super excited. And I think uh, the little guy is going to go. So uh, he finally gets to see some uh, some mass wrestling. Yeah, well, uh, you know, I'll definitely have to be there uh, as well. But uh, we'll... You know, talk more about that on uh, Thursday at the WrestleMania ticket uh, party. <laughs> Sounds good, bro. All right, guys. Uh, thank you guys for joining us this week. Uh, make sure you guys give us a follow on Twitter at RunningWildLWOS. You guys can send us an email at RunningWildPodcast at gmail.com. You can follow my our Ring of Honor coverage over PWPonderings.com and last word on ProWrestling.com. And uh, follow me on Twitter at Rich underscore L-A-C-O-N-I. Um, until next week, I just want to remind you guys that you've been listening to the podcast that is just too sweet. Hooray!
Rich Enruns. This is the host of Ring of Honor Wrestling, Ian Riccoboni, signing off. Be sure to join them next week for another episode of the Running Wild Podcast.